Yes, 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 people. We're back again. Raps on TV in the building. Fresh off the weekend's uh, action stateside and also over here. Um, yeah, it's good to be back here with my co-host this week, Kojo. Uh, fresh from his uh, trip to Los Angeles. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, mate. Ready to be back and tackle this uh, action-packed show. Uh, definitely tired. Um, lot, lot to discuss, but I'm definitely looking forward to getting into that and uh, all the other topics. Yeah, so we're going to dive straight into it. Um, Errol Spence, Sean Porter unification. I'm going to get our reactions uh, to that. Also going to touch base on the announcement, I mean, a shock uh, announcement of Nigel Ben's return mm -hmm. uh, to boxing. Okay. He's going to be fighting in Birmingham on a return bill. Uh, the announcement of Wilder against Ortiz. Uh, also scheduled as we anticipated. And this weekend, Gennady Golovkin returns against Sergei Divryachenko. Hope I pronounced that right. Um, so, yeah, as as always, make sure you listen in. Uh, the number to call. Um, just get it up quickly. Oh, man's got man's not hot. Man's not ready now. Man's so not really. not so man's got, not equipped. I've got that. No. So the number is zero one one six three two six five one six five. Or the other number is 01506353955. That's 01506353955. And lines will open at 8 o'clock. Make sure sharp. you go sharp. Uh, make sure you go follow our social media uh, streams at Raps on TV and all of that. Uh, so, yeah, Coach, first of all, uh, just want to give your insight into the weekend. Yeah. I mean, you were there live in the flesh. Yeah, yeah. Errol Spence. Uh, Sean Porter. Unification. Benavidez, Darrell. Man. A um, lot of more fighters on the undercard. But no, you, you hit the nail on the head. I was live and direct. Um, shattered, but first time in LA. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, LA's different um, as a city. Um, I think as boxing fans, we get opportunities to go to different cities. But for me, LA is definitely different. Um it's hot. Everything is far. Yeah. Um, it's a bit rowdy. But Stable Centre is really nice. Um, so obviously got there on a Tuesday, kicked into fight week um, immediately. Um, I really like the way PBC do things. I know people will say, oh, you're pro PBC. But to be fair, um, you've got to call it as you see it. And I think they've done really well. Um, so get there on a Tuesday and the Wednesday, it's all press activities. Um, but I think it's key for me to say, going back into the fight week, I felt... Spence Jr. would knock out Porter. Um, but I don't know, when I saw the two of them, the energies, especially at the press conference on the Wednesday, the way they were talking to each other, the, sh the shape and sizes, I was like, mm, I don't think he's going to knock out Sean Porter because nobody's knocked out Sean Porter. Yeah. So I think it'll go unanimous decision. Um, but I did find some of the disrespect a bit of TT. Um, for those of you, this is a little plug. That's all the interview I did with Derek James. Yeah. You saw some of his comments around... Um, uh, Porter and his father not not being respectful for him and, and kind of wasting his talent. Yeah. Um, and arguably, here's another plug. This that's what five minutes, two plugs already. Um, but I also got the only ex the only video of sort of the altercation between Sh uh, Kenny Porter and Derek James. Um, but overall, um, going into that from the weigh in, um, you could tell it was tense. Um, I start I was speaking to a lot of media and 
you know, I kind of, I felt like it was a Mayweather, Zab Judah, like that fight all those years ago yeah. in terms of where Errol Spence is as, as, as a champion, but going on to be pound for pound, that was Mayweather. And Zab Judah, who was a credible, someone that had a lot of potential, but is a credible opponent for any any given champion. So I saw quite a few similarities there. Um, and when the fight came on the Saturday, um, I was convinced it would be Spence unanimous decision. But when the fucking first bell rang and it went ding, 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 I was like, wow. Uh, the tension from round one to round 12 was fully there. Obviously, I'm going to ask you what your thoughts were. But yeah, no, I, I, I felt... Um, great uh, publicity from PBC, great promotion for what they're doing, yeah. um, great advertisement for Sean Porter to say, listen, don't see me as a journeyman or a nearly man. I'm a class and tough world champion. And if you beat me, it says a lot about you as well. So, yeah, really impressed with everything overall. We'll get into the technical aspects. Yeah. But what did you think of the fight overall? Yeah, no, definitely. I think credit to, to PBC, you know, the, the exposure they give to this fight. Mm -hmm. It wasn't sort of no ordinary unification. We know yes. both Errol Spence and Sean Porter yeah. are both credible champions. Exactly. And like you said, uh, I think Sean Porter has established himself as mm -hmm. not the bogeyman, but the guy that you got to kind of beat to to get really to that elite level. Exactly. Um, not a gatekeeper, but more of a, a rugby um fighter who's got a lot of credentials uh, to come back now and win a world title there's no reason why he couldn't uh maybe just a few adjustments a few adaptations uh, in yeah. the spence fight mm -hmm. i just think spence's size um probably overwhelmed him a little bit mm -hmm. but then again he was coming forward he was he was throwing bombs yep. and uh, just probably didn't respect uh spence's power to to give him that kind of courtesy that he could hold back and i thought it, it shaped up to be uh fight of the year um yeah. easy Great, great fight. Stylistically, yeah. it, it caught fire. And uh, yeah, to support undercard action was good. So yeah, overall, it was a, a satisfying weekend of boxing. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I mean, I saw an interview with Hearn um, on Boxing Social when he spoke about El Spence Jr. Um, said, great opponent. He's like, he said, I guess, and I think this was, for me, this is the sort of, I echo this sentiment that a lot of people felt that Spence was going to dominate if it wasn't a knockout, if it would dominate. And because we didn't see that, I think sometimes, or so, so because we didn't see that, people feel he didn't deliver, he didn't, maybe not even win the fight. Um, yeah. But I think Aaron hit the nail on the head for me when he said Errol Spence showing that he's beatable. And I will have to say, you know, I think he is the truth. I think he's a big fighter. I think he can probably beat all the other champions, but I think he also showed that, listen, if you bring a certain element of, of energy and aggression... Mm -hmm coupled with good skill sets, I think he can be beaten. Um, or he will be in closer fights than he would like to. And I think, you know, the knockdown didn't help this on the scorecards because he was already ahead. But I think from an optics perspective, I felt a lot of people well said, okay, well, now I'm going to give it to him. Um, even Porter's reaction was a little bit like, that knockdown was was yeah, decisive. Be I mean, all or end all kind yeah, of thing. I mean, for you, did you see any flaws in in Spencer's game, or or did, was it? Did you feel it was like a punch ball, perfect performance? Um, I think it was. It was a good. It was a good performance. Um, I mean, I've heard a lot of things saying that it wasn't Errol Spence at his best, and I feel those first few rounds where he where uh, Porter was on top, mm -hmm. I think it was kind of a feel-out process for Spence. Um, but I don't think in fights against uh, Pacquiao or a Crawford, he's going to afford to to give away those early rounds. I mean, probably in terms of uh, measure and size, he was trying to work Porter out because he knew he'd bring uh, that aggressive uh, style um, that he'd come forward. He'd throw a lot of shots. And I think if you're looking at punch stats and you're looking at the volume of work that Porter had, it was far superior to anyone that Spence's 
uh, thought, and that's just that's facts. That's on paper. Um, I think Spence moving forward, um, will he kind of have regretted not starting a bit sharper? Mm-hmm. No, because I think he's one of those fighters, quite similar to Mayweather, really, where he can give away rounds and then those championship rounds, maybe seven, eight rounds left. If he gives away the first four, he, he knows he can win because he's 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 kind of worked out his yeah. opponent and he can push on, he can kick on mm-hmm. and go through the gears. So I think to say punch perfect performance. No, uh, but a good performance and yeah. got the win. So yeah. that's what matters. That's he got the win and he moves on yeah. into the big, big uh, marquee fights. Yeah, no, totally agree with you on that. Um, and I think, again, for me, what I have to take, and I said this to, to Porter when I saw it for the interview the morning after, I said, look, you're getting a lot of credit. Um, and I think even as uh, somebody that's lost the fight, I think you could hold your head up as a still worthy champion. Um, and I think... You know, it's never a lose lose situation when you when you a win win situation when you lose your belt. But I think you know he has to take some credit because he said he would give Spence Junior his toughest fight and show him a lot of things he's never dealt with before. And I think he's accurate with that. Yeah, um, I think there was just the little things where you saw Spence was probably more accurate with landing the shots, mm. the body shots especially, um, probably even some of the power shots. I think also um, Porter has to take credit because he showed good sort of uh, footwork, you know, the movement, um, sort of like the just the, just bouncing, being on your toes, moving, keeping the angles on Spence. He struggled with that. Um, I do think Porter, like you said, when you said touch up on a few things, I think not just the accuracy, um, and I think it was the real reference, what, he was re- what Spence really meant when he said you're going to drown is he was swinging a bit too wild. Yeah. I think there were a few lunges with his head down and Spence was smart enough to kind of capitalise. Whether it would be with a jab yeah. or whether it be with a one-two, I felt uh, Spence Jr. really showed his smarts there. But listen, it was a cracking fight end-to-end. Um, what I really wanted to see was how Spence would deal with the strength of Porter. And I felt at times he done well, at times he didn't. I felt at times where he really looked wobbled. Um, he had to take three seconds out and compose himself. Um, Do you feel like uh, Port was a bit eager to empty the tank um, and kind of, like you said, they're not picking shots efficiently? Do you think that was his kind of downfall come the the later rounds? Yeah, I think you're probably right with that because, again, when you look at the knockdown, it felt more exhaustion than straight power. I know the shot landed cleanly, but I felt his legs didn't buckle, so it just felt like it was a a bit of exhaustion, in my opinion. Um, I think you're right. I think he was so eager to sort of... uh, bring the dogfight to Spence Jr. that I think probably he he did tie himself out. And what happens when you fight good fighters and really great elite fighters is when they're figuring it out, it takes you by surprise. We heard Mikey Garcia say the same thing yeah. about Spence Jr. You know, everything he tried to bring, Spence Jr. figured it out. And I think you could, I think you could probably argue that, yeah, Spence Jr. did the same. Um, because we were expecting a dominant performance, we didn't give, we're not giving the credit of the dogfight. But I think arguably you would say the same, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what what do you think next for, for both uh, Spence? There's talks of... i ask uh, you that question. I want to ask you, and the reason why I want to ask you is because yeah. you watched the fight, obviously, yeah. and I was there, I was there. So I like looking into it, seeing Danny Garcia coming afterwards. Yeah. There was like, a lot of big names there. You had yeah. Santa Cruz, Wilder, Ortiz. Everyone was there, Charlo Brothers. Talk, Charlo yeah. Brothers, so a lot of attention. Tank, Bona, yeah. Ugas was there. I mean, they, they really know what they're doing with this BBCM. But who would you like to see... Spence Jr. fight next and who would you like to see Porter fight next? I think I'd like to see Spence fight Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. Um, no disc- discredit or, uh, you know, um, to, to Pacquiao. Yep. I think Spence, by beating Pacquiao, will then establish himself as a real top pound for pound. Yeah. Like you said, the big fish. Yeah. He's the big fish in the uh, in the division. Um, I do feel he calls the shots now. Yeah. Um, everyone's saying 
the Crawford fight, you know, whose team is avoiding who, etc. But I don't think it's a case of avoiding. I just think it's a timing thing where Crawford is a dangerous fight. Pacquiao, um, even though he looks like he's improving yeah. fight by fight and he's get, he's coming on a bit, mm-hmm. I think Spence knows that he's got the size and he's got the power to, to really trouble Pacquiao. So yeah. I think that's the fight that's going to happen next. Um, but then Garcia's in the mix. Uh, Furman... Uh, so all these guys are in the mix. You just never know with this 147 pound division. You know, PBC are doing bits to to maneuver all these guys, make sure they fight each other, and that's what we want to see as boxing fans. We want to see the best fight the best, and uh, no excuses. So yeah. I, I can't see why the Porter Spence fight won't happen. Um, and I think it's only a matter of time. The rematch, you mean? Uh, sorry, the uh, Spence Crawford. Spence Crawford. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think you're. I think you hit the nail in the head. I think so. I don't know whether to start on that or to start with who I think they should fight. I think I do think um, Spence Jr. could fight Pacquiao. I don't think that will happen. Yeah. Um, I think they're probably going to look at Garcia, um, Danny Garcia, that is, um, because he, again, is a big puncher. He's in-house. He brings and, a name. It's someone he, brings he can take off he the brings, list. Exactly. If you're talking about what they're trying to do with the pay-per-view numbers, which are supposedly already, they're saying is around 350k yeah. um, buys, I think they know that um, Danny Garcia can enhance that. So I think his market makes it a big fight. Um, and he'll talk, he'll, he'll in the pre-fight stuff. He's going to speak up as well. Yeah. So exactly, he hit the nail on the head there. So um, for me, I do think, so I think really it's not about Spence. I think it is about Porter and not that, I think, I think I'd like to see him fight Crawford if I'm being the total, because I think it would be good to see how Crawford could deal with Porter's style. Yeah. Um, I think the, the the strength, the size difference wouldn't be as much in terms of the reach between uh, Crawford and, and um, Porter. Yeah. Um, I think Porter would be up for it because Spence and Crawford would talk shit. Um, I think his coach would talk shit. Yeah. So I think they will that will motivate them to kind of work hard as we've seen with this this fight gone the, the weekend just gone. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying Crawford will lose, um, but I think how he potentially win would say a lot as to what could happen with the Spence Jr. fight because I still back Spence Jr. I don't think, and for me, I didn't see anything in the portal fight that said to me Crawford can still beat him. I'll, I'll still stick to that decision. So, Is there like a growing trend, do you think, with all these big fights with, I mean, we see with Wilder Joshua, um, I mean, Garcia Lomachenko, Davis Lomachenko, etc. Do you think Spence and Crawford is another uh, replica of like Mayweather Pacquiao that fights like this are going to be bigged up? They're going to take a bit of time to to really kind of marinate before they happen? Or do you think it's a realistic option for, for both to take it as soon as they can? Um, Yeah, I want to be honest. I think it is going to be, it's about marinating. I think you're talking about business. Um, I think if you say uh, to Crawford, like, what do you bring to the table? Yeah. Um, And you compare that to what Spence brings to the table, but the pay-per-view buys, I think that's where you're going to have an issue. Um, I think uh, it will take a bit of time. I think what we're going to see, in my opinion, mm. and again, this is me going around the houses maybe a little bit, but I think you're going to see Crawford basically get offered deals. I don't think if Crawford wants these big fights, he's not going to get them by staying with top rank. I yeah. think he has to leave because everybody he's going to want to fight, which is going to make him money yep. and is entertaining, is not on his side of the street. And there is a clash there with competition, pay-per-view. You've got top rank on exactly. one side, PBC on the other. Exactly. And that's what they're looking to do. They're trying to create a platform and a forum for mm-hmm. their fighters within that stable yes. at the at the weight mm-hmm. to, to be as big as possible and have, exactly. like PBC seem to have three or four fighters that are worthy of pay-per-views. Yeah. status and then you've got Crawford on the other side so exactly. it's going to be a challenge I don't think 
probably Crawford's a bit of a lone wolf, really, because yep. he's on his own. Mm-hmm. There's not really any fighters behind him that are going to press the the top yep. rank banner for getting these big fights. Yep. Whereas exactly. Spence can call the shots now. He can decide whether he wants to take a Garcia, a Pacquiao, mm-hmm. if he wants to go straight down into the deep end. So it's it's, it's, it's a lot exactly. to contend with. Um, and I think you know you got to maybe question, but I think do you think you got to look at Crawford signing that Aaron to deal with Aaron and top rank. Um, yep. I think, you know, because you've got to look at the money. If you say, hypothetically speaking, Spencer brings 5 million and Crawford brings 3 million, or even if you want to say 5, call it 5, it's a split of 10. Yep. Um, you've got to pay both fighters and then the promoters need to get paid and then the networks need to get paid. So how much is really being divvied up yeah. between that is, sorry, how much is going to be divvied up from the what's generated? It's not, we're not talking May over Pacquiao when we knew 300 million. So shit, this one gets 100, this one gets 100, yeah. they take 50. Every, everyone's going to be happy. There's not that kind of money there. Yeah, so that's why I think they need to let it marinate. Um, Do you think the profile side of things is an issue with Crawford being touted as this, you know, pound for pound uh, superstar, mm-hmm. whereas Spence isn't really kind of had an argument to to make a case for him yeah. to be a, a pound for pound yeah. fighter. Do you think that's? I suppose you could look at it from an egotistical, egotistical mm-hmm. uh, point of view with Crawford mm-hmm. having that. Yeah, you know, people saying that people fuel him with the pound for pound status, mm-hmm. whereas Spence has kind of had to work his way. That's true. Up. Yeah. Do you think that could be a barrier? Um, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a barrier because I think the pay per view numbers will be telling, but I do think it's going to sway people's decision in terms of who they pick. And I think it's going to give Crawford a right to say, listen, you need to fight me because I've done something you haven't done, which is I've unified a division and come up to come and see you. Yep. So come and see me kind of yeah, thing. Exactly, so yeah. I do think it doesn't go in Spencer's favour. Um, does being Garcia making pound for pound? I say no. Mm. I think that's why it would be better for them to go for Pacquiao. But I, again, I doubt that will happen straight away. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, if you were to say who out of the two, who's the arguably more powerful, I think you have to give it to Crawford. Um, he's unified the division. He's gone up. He's taken the challenge. I think now it's just about his business savvy to say, well, do you want to maintain that legacy? Because, I mean, I can't even pronounce the, the name of the guy he's fighting on uh, in December, yeah. which is yet to be announced. But if that's pay-per-view, it's an MSG, I mean, what are you going to do after that? Do you know what I mean? And you could easily see, let's just say Spence fights Garcia, um, Pacquiao fights um, Pacquiao fights uh, what's his face uh, Mikey Garcia yep Porter could fight pff, he, he could take a break or Porter could fight Pacquiao yeah. I mean I doubt Pacquiao would want that fight but he could fight him um, and then you know you've got um, you've got Ugas that's in the mix now you've still got Thurman but he's out injured Kel Brook again reported that BBC might sign him so yep. yeah I think it's going to look tough it's going. It's looking tough for for, for Crawford I'm not going to lie he's going to have to make a decision yeah um, but yeah, moving on from that uh, busy week, um, let's quickly talk on the uh, Friday night show. At Royal uh, Albert Royal, Hall. Oh, do you want to do a quick intro while I just switch up the camera? Yeah. Sorry, guys, we're a small team, so we have to <laughs> multitask. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Royal Albert Hall, uh, Daniel Dubois, uh, I mean, emphatic uh, knockout against uh, Tete. Um, also had uh, Dennis McCann on the card. Uh, Willie Hutchinson had a win. Um I mean, probably the highlight of the night, Archie Sharp. I know if you yeah. got to see the the uh, knockout. Time, time I've seen the highlights, but not the fifth. So yeah, yeah. I, I'd probably say he he was kind of the 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 highlight reel of the night. But mm. Dubois again, man, he's he's proven himself as yeah, guys probably like looking at this guy as like he's yeah, he's a he's dangerous. Not far, right, you got people. I think you're right in what you're saying. I think with Dubois, at some stage, people are going to say, well, throwing him in the deep end there. Yeah. Um, 
does he beat Joyce? Does Joyce beat him? I don't know. I, I'd be surprised if they make that fight because yeah, you think he's. Really... I, I I think personally, it's a bit too soon for too for Dubois. He's he's yeah. young. They don't need to rush him. Yeah. Fighting Joyce realistically, yeah. besides probably paving the way to a European title shot. Nothing really. Exactly. No Joyce disrespect. Is not, Joyce is not going to sign that. I mean, where's the money there? Yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, but I do want to ask you actually about Dennis McCann. How did he get on? Yeah, he won. Uh, I mean, I know this won. guy I'm talking like yeah. probably Good one talent, of the, right? the biggest prospects in UK boxing, if not yeah. world boxing at the moment. And that's not to, yeah. to probably get too fo- carried away mm. with himself. He even admitted, you know, he's only 18 years old. Mm. The, but you can see the talent's the there. The talent's though, right? there, but I think he's he's now really trying to push Warren to give him that step up. Mm. Um, and at bantamweight, besides, you know, domestic level, there's not a massive gap between Southern area and British title level. So if I'm being brutally honest, I, I can see him getting a British title shot before his 10th fight. Mm. I think he really is kicking on now. Um, and it would be disappointing for him not to go down the traditional route. I think that's something that he'll, he'll thrive off. Yep. You know, don't want to see him go and fighting these, these random, uh, you know, yeah. WBO European title fights. Although it's good to get a bit of exposure and the titles under his belt, build confidence. Mileage on the clock. Yeah, you want to see him fighting the, the, the big guys, exactly. especially you when you've got that creme. confidence in yourself. To, exactly. To you want to see the creme de la creme, essentially, right? Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of put it back onto you, coach, um, Raw Albert Hall, obviously a, mm-hmm. a, a big venue. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, iconic fights have happened there. Do you think uh, like it's, it's been a success with, with the small hall kind of fighters turning over? We see a lot more signings now transition debuts yeah i think i mean i'm going to be biased but i mean i can't help but feel the sport is just in a healthy position um we're going to touch on the golden contract tournament that mtk is doing this friday um and they've also announced that um sorting out the mic and they've also announced that they've signed you know i think about six to eight sort of amateurs, yeah, but I, I'll call them second tier, third tier. But to me, I think that's the smart thing sometimes because they're at the young age where they still want to learn. They've probably been told, okay, you're not good enough to make it to the Olympic level, but that doesn't mean their journey stops. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If they work on their craft for the next three to four years, who's to say they can't become professional? So I think that's very clever, um, personally, from MTK. And uh, I mean, MTK, there's no sort of pushovers with, yeah. with the fighters that they're signing. We're yeah. talking about guys that have won national titles, European titles, world championships. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really mixing it with the, the creme de la creme yep. of, of boxing. And I think like it's it's a positive sign to see particularly with the golden contract this friday mm. to have eight fighters in a tournament that you've created your own under your stable under your wing under your banner and we're looking at other other tournaments where it's a culmination of different fighters exactly. from different networks so like, like ultimate boxer which exactly and it's not even the same quality in my opinion yeah um, no yeah exactly i yeah. think mtk they, they've taken an opportunity here where mm. they're having prime time exposure with sky sports uh back at York Hall so it gives fighters a platform to to work off and I like the work Lee Eaton's doing that's your guy we need to get him on the yeah. show Big Lee no pressure Tom you've got yeah. to get him on the show you've got to get, get that to deal get, done he's, do you know what he's a character and he, he's good for boxing you know yeah. he's not this kind of you know um, what would you say corporate so he didn't take this corporate stance where he's he's all kind of for for the banner He he really does kind of talk highly of fighters you know yeah, and gives I, I, them we see him putting in the work and in the work. again he's, he's not just raising his profile but I think he's doing it personally I think he's doing a good job um, yeah. at MTK overall so let's focus on this tournament uh, the draw was made today today um, bit of a weird one yeah did you see the matchups yeah some tough ones right tough I mean because yeah. I probably would have said Walsh as a favourite um, 
maybe a Wood McCulloch. And then those two have faced each other. And then Walsh is facing the Cuban guy, yeah. which I thought, okay, so... Again, start as you mean to go on. Um, I mean, like looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. With these tournaments, you've got to beat everyone to to win. Like mm. as you said, you've got to beat who's in front of you. Mm-hmm. There's no excuses. There's no working around things. Yeah, you you face who's in front of you. Yeah, and I mean the first fight that got drawn today, mm. uh, David Joyce against uh, Lee Wood. Yeah, that's gonna be a cracker. So, yeah, you know. So we're yeah, we're talking. I mean. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean like Walsh again. Like you said, probably a favorite going in. Mm. Uh, a heavy. Um, you know, favourite with the the experience. I think six British title defences. So it's a mixture. It's it's nice. It's refreshing to see. You know, these guys. Um, the Cuban uh, is in it. He's supposed to be a a talent. There's another Southpaw in it. I think eleven and zero mm. with like you know ex- crazy knockout ratio. So I think it's a mixture of experience with just brutal KO ratios. So it's no, gonna hopefully light up. I think I think you hit the nail on the head there. And um, I mean, yeah, we're gonna see. Um, like the, the true aspects of it, but I think you know you've got the lightweight division tournament that's going to come up. Yep, <clears throat> I'm pretty certain they're going to because they've literally built the portfolio of start, start fighters. Um, I'm sure they're going to have more options there. So 100%. for me, um, yeah, I would say you've got to look at this and say, you know what, these guys really they know what they're doing. Um, it's going to be a good tournament. Uh, looking forward to the Friday. I can't make it, but. Tom is in the house. Hardest Be down there man in covering MTK Global. You know what I mean? Putting, As you do. Putting the word on the map, um, yeah. on the street, sorry. Um, so, yeah, no, other than that, that was really good. Um, so, I just wanted to talk about uh, David Benavidez versus Darrell. Yeah. Um, what was your what was your thoughts on the on the fight? I mean, you were you were there. You saw yeah. the, just as much as the, the light was on the main event, we're talking yeah. about a guy that's come oh. off a drugs ban, yep. back in the mix. Uh, Darrell has been around, seasoned veteran of the division. Yep. I mean... A crazy turn of events, really, with that cut. I mean, how how kind of uh, would you have assessed the the fight going in? Uh, what would you have said um, surprised you the most out of that? To be fair, I'd, nothing really surprised me that fight. And look, I liked the way I thought he was a good champion, but I felt I don't want to say writing on the wall, but what what most people would have felt going into that fight was that the rail is the older champion, mm. Benavidez is the younger lion prospect, somebody that probably deserves. Do you know what I mean? The fight. Um, uh, so he deserves the win. Um, des- he lost the belt because of his own foolishness. Yeah. He'll openly say that. Um, but yeah, um, I I kind of said to myself, I'm not, s- I, I, I felt that he was going to win and I did feel he was going to be stoppage. And, you know, you could, I, I don't know, I looked at Darrell, there were shades of the Jay Leon Love sort of like aura about him, yeah. you know, just his way he was manoeuvring. Um, I did like at the, uh, press conference, he, he not turned it up a notch um, because they had been totally respectful. But I do also believe that was just optics. Um, I think he knew the power of Benavides was there. I, th- I felt he, he probably went with how most people would have said within by ten rounds it's going to get to him. And Benavides, he's not the most accurate of puncher. He is a big puncher. He's not the most uh, accurate in terms of um, the way he, where he lands. So it's not even just like okay, he connects the head, but I think he needs to focus on the body a little bit more just to stop guys moving around because if you look in that, if you watch that fight, Durrell was able to kind of move uh, yeah. and keep, get on this, on the bike and I think a young fighter like Benavidez really needs to be stopping these guys in their tracks and he needs to learn technically because he's still young, okay, how is he setting traps? How is he working the body, yeah. keeping these guys positioned in, like not allowing them to just switch and clinch, yeah. you know, and then break. Do you think that's a similar trend with you? I mean, Callum Smith's a big, big mm. guy for the weight. 
Benavidez, yeah. similar, similar height yeah. stature. Do you think these guys struggle with fighters that are able to box on the outside and not use their their reach and their length mm. to really close the distance? Do you think that's something that Benavides will need to do when he fights uh, yeah. a Billy Joe Saunders or someone like that who's who's going to move and going to throw shots from different angles? I mean, and just before you go on, I mean, and that's, that, before you speak on that, I was going to say, what a division that is now because really you needed Benavides to kind of have the belt to start making noise and become a key To make player. himself relevant, exactly. bring himself back into totally. contention. And, and I think... With Billy Joe Saunders, Callum Smith, Caleb Plant, um, you're saying to yourself, wow, like those guys alone. Um, do I think there's going to be any politics that get involved in that? Um, maybe, maybe not. But I think in the long run, um, do you know what I mean? You've got to say to yourself, who's not who's afraid of who, but will... Would Benavides be afraid to fight Billy Joe Saunders? Billy Joe Saunders? I don't think so. I don't Would think Billy so. Joe Saunders be afraid to fight him? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, if Canelo comes up, I think they would all want to jump at that as well. Um, so yeah, um, I think yeah, I think there's going to be some really good fights in, in my personal opinion. Um, and I find it interesting that you've got the two camps of um, Caleb Plant will fight Benavides. Those guys seem to want to get it on as well. Yeah. And then you've got Smith and Billy Joe Saunders. Those two guys seem to want to get it on. So yeah. you could have two fighting within their stable yeah. and then the winner of each, each other, maybe so come together. Exactly. Um, uh, just before we go yeah. out to the callers, uh, mm-hmm. Callum Smith's announced his next defence. Yes. Uh, John Ryder, mm. another another tough game opponent. Yeah, I, I'm not going to... Uh, yes, tough game opponent. He's fought his way into position... You see routine but routine win for routine Smith? win for me exactly. I think it's a routine win for for Callum Smith. Um, I think he's just got too much in his locker. I mean, you think of somebody like George Groves that he knocked out and yeah. beat him to the jab all night, and George Groves got a solid jab. I think you have to say that John Ryder, as much as that he will give a galleon effort, I mm-hmm. think it's just going to be too much. Callum Smith is that guy. He's won the WBSS. Um, I didn't give him his full props when he was being spoken about. Yeah. Um, but you speak to anybody in the boxing world, they tell you this kid is dangerous. Yeah. Um, he's probably maybe the favourites outside of a Billy Joe Saunders. But even then, people may argue his power might be able to neutralise Billy Joe Saunders. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I think it'll be too much. Yeah, I think as to... well, if you're looking stylistically, patience over pressure, I think, with yeah. Smith. He, he picks his shots very well. And I think Ryder's only got really one option is to yeah. come forward and really put it on Smith. Yeah. And it'd be hard to think that he's going to squander a big yes. opportunity when you have Anfield exactly. in, in the works exactly. with Saunders. Precisely. You know, there's a lot. I don't think Smith is going to get carried away. He's yeah. going to respect Ryder's a, a good opponent. He yeah. himself had that good fight with Billy yeah. Joe Saunders all those years ago. So. Exactly. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head there when you said, like, um, respecting the opponent and how he picks his shots. And for me, I think that's when Callum Smith is even more dangerous mm. when he's been able, he's at range and he's picking those shots. And he's just, I think if you get up close, you might have a bit of success. We've not really seen it. I, I agree. He, apart from George Groves, the opponents haven't been high level, but you got even the Swedish guy that he beat. I want to say the Swedish guy he beat just before. Yeah, uh, Scott. Forget his name. Yeah, yeah, even that guy was a it was a game opponent. Yeah, took him to twelve took, rounds. Exactly, took, took him to twelve. But Smith Smith showed his metal in that fight, which was needed. So I think for me, John Ryder, I think you're looking at him stopping him. Um, yeah. Anywhere between six and ten, I just think he's got to let the shots his, his shots will do the talking. Yeah, I um, think so. So yeah, should we uh, open the lines? Open the yeah. lines. Eight o'clock. Right. We hopefully have a few. We definitely got a um, few locked in. We got man like nine eight five, Mister Appiah. How you doing, bro? Hello. How are we? Yes. Yes, Daniel. Good. You all right? 
How are we? You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Good, good, good. How's your weekend? Enjoy the boxing? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some great fight between um, Spence and Porter. Um, I just wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, obviously this talk of, uh, you know, talking about Danny Garcia yeah. or Pacquiao. Do you think any of them have what it takes to beat Spence? If I'm being brutally honest, uh, no. I think Spence is far too big for, for all of them. He was even touching on moving up to 154 to fight Williams. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good, it's a, it's a good f- thing to raise um, because you've got so many different styles in that division. You know, you've got Garcia, uh, Porter, who are all of the similar kind of stature. But I think Spence is just, he's he's proven it. He's, he's, he's too imposing um, and he punches like a mule. So I... I can I see anyone giving him problems? It's 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 a tough. It's Crawford. You could make a case for saying because he's he's a switch hitter. He's stylistically awkward. Uh, but I think in ter- terms of raw power, Dan, I don't think anyone gives him any trouble uh, at all. Yeah. What about yeah. you? How about yourself? Uh, Danny Garcia, I think. I think that would be an easy fight for Spence. Yeah. Um, I think Pacquiao might give him a little bit of trouble. He might give him a little bit of trouble. But um, Garcia, nah, I think, I think he's just dominating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Thoughts on uh, what yeah. about the fights on the weekend? Daniel Dubois. Um, what do you make of his knockout, first round knockout? Do you expect to see him fighting for any uh, significant title soon? Yeah, I mean, uh, the bow is making a little bit of noise. Um, um, I actually didn't, I actually didn't see the bow the other day, um, but uh, yeah, he's um, he's a fighter that's making a lot of noise, and hopefully he'll be in some big fights soon. Yeah. And uh, Dan, one uh, last one before we let you go. Uh, Nigel Ben, return to the ring. What was your uh, initial thoughts when you heard the news? Uh, do you know what? For me, like I don't like really being in a grey area. I like to make up my mind quickly as if to, like, should he do it? Shouldn't he do it? Yeah. A lot of people are saying he, a lot of people are saying he shouldn't do it, but he obviously wants to. Uh, What's the right word for me to look for? Closure um, his career. Yeah, yeah, he just wants closure. So you know what? Fuck it. If that's what's going to make him happy, let him fucking do it. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> he wants closure. Let, so just, just try and deal with it then. Everyone's saying the usual hater talk. Oh, what's yeah. he doing? Talking about his health and this, that. I mean, they've... Uh, they, they've given him his license, haven't they? They must have. Yeah. He's got his license and that. So, they, so they've obviously checked him out medically or whatever. Yeah. So he's he's good to go. So you know what? If he wants to, if he wants to, if he wants to do it, I'm someone who like I like I like to push someone if they want to do something. Yeah. Why not? It's not killing no one. Fuck it. Crack on. Yeah. So, so you know what? Good question you asked me there. You know what? Nigel Ben fucking crack on and you know what good luck to him yeah now we, we 
We echo that definitely, Dan. I think um, it does breathe a bit of uh, fresh air to to the boxing game. You've got someone like um, Shannon Briggs who's been fighting to get a, a license, and he's only what 40, 40 something. So it, it, do you know what? I think Nigel Ben is probably doing something positive. He's back. He's he's doing his thing. Uh, Coach has got a. Dan, a I'm a hater, bro. I'm not gonna lie to <laughs> he's you. He's not bro. feeling <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm a hater, oh, bro. Oh, 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 okay. sorry, you know what? You know what it is, and. And I do agree with you. You're right. And I think, you know, even, you know, a lot of people say it. And I, I agree. If no, Who am I to tell this guy he can't do it? Nobody. Um, and yeah. nobody has the right yeah. to do that. It's true. Just like nobody has the right to tell a fighter to quit. I just look at it and I just yeah. think, ah, like, you know what? Yeah. I noticed I was like, I'd rather him fight one of these KSI, Paul Logan oh, guys than, be, be, than Sadio Beaker. Because Beaker could, you don't know, he's, he's only, I'll say he's only 40 years old. So still 12-year yeah. youth. Um, yeah. you had a fight they said what two three years ago so yeah. even still like the mileage it's like it's like you going to yeah. play football with the same type of crowd you were playing when you were 18 mm. it is good yeah. but can you really hang and I'm just like I just hope Nigel Baker yeah. hang and he doesn't get hurt I think if I'm being truth I just hope he doesn't get hurt yeah. because then I think the sport will look a bit like a joke because again you don't get basketballers yeah. retired coming back you don't get footballers unless they are like the goats. And Nigel Burton was never a goat. You know what I mean? We're not talking Mayweather, yeah. Andre Ward level. So I just think, yeah. hang it up a bit, you know? But I, I get, I totally get where you're coming from. Are you going to buy the pay-per-views? 10 quid? Nah, nah. <laughs> any nah, any well, chance of you going down to Birmingham for the trip, day trip? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, but like, but James, like I said, yeah. <laughs> I wish you more. Honestly, I, I just can't hate. Like, so yeah. I wish him all the best. Honestly, I just, I just wish him all the nah, best. Yeah, definitely, man. So, listen, yeah, Dean, we're going to move on to the next caller. Um, appreciate you calling yeah. in as per usual. Appreciate and, uh, the support. Speak next week. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Yeah. Cheers. Going out to zero six zero zero six zero. The floor is yours. Hello. Yes, lads. How's it going, Shane? Man, how's it going? Yes. Look, how, you yes Shane? how you doing? Long time, brother. How you doing? What's on your mind? Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, man, just touching on the uh, fight, obviously, you know. I had to have a little peek at that fight there. And, um, yeah, you know what? Echoing what Daniel was saying, um, Pacquiao, I'd like to see, the, I'd like to see uh, Spence Pacquiao. Now, the thing is, way I'm weighing it up, I, Danny Garcia, I reckon anybody, one, yeah, he's bigger than all these guys. Yeah. So that's in his favour. Mm. Two, he's a sharpshooter. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see... What we saw with Porter is if you're willing to weather the storm, mm-hmm. get in close, yeah, you can do something to him. He had more damage against him in that one fight than he has in any other fight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah? so Porter's Port, Port Port shown something. Mm. Another fighter out of the ones I could think of, we're talking about Danny Garcia, Pack, and these names that have been thrown around. Pack is the one I'd be intrigued by. However, mm-hmm. Pack cannot do what Sean Porter did. They have a similar style. He's fast as hell. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't got he hasn't got Porter's chin, for example. Some of those blows that Porter took, Pack ain't taking that for love nor money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the last ten years we've seen that. We've seen that. Yeah. yeah? Um and and the way Pack comes in with that that, you know, all or nothing style, kinda like Porter does. Yeah. <sighs> and Porter and Port, and Port, um sorry, Spence. And Spence can hit yeah. me. Pack's out. I don't know I mean it I find it strange that we're saying Pac is the gatekeeper for him being in the pound-for-pound contention other than Danny Garcia. You see, I'm, I mean, it, it, to me, it's kind of strange because I see it as, as, I don't know, he's an aging fighter. Mm, yeah. He's an aging fighter. He's not what he was. 
Um, I, I'm not a fan of Danny Garcia neither, to be honest. I see him taking Danny Garcia out, but if Pax what's in his way, mate, pound for pound contention, easy. Yeah, I mean, I think, and you're right in what you're saying in terms of uh, Pac being, Pacquiao being away. I think it's more about that financial pay-per-view sort of mantle or handing of the talk. Of course it is. I think that's where we're yeah, leading yeah. to. But I think you hit some, you made some really good points saying, I don't know if people noticed this, but for me, Porter showed the power he's got because I'm telling you, Spence's face was fucked. Like after the fight, yeah. his, his yeah. face was, he had lumps everywhere and he didn't get hit as much as right he was side, doing that hitting. Right side, yeah. yeah. That scene, that should... little bone looked like he could have... Right, you saw that, right? Um, so I guess yeah. my question to you, Shane, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you think Spence right. Jr. seemed beatable on that night? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. The thing is... um. I, I had Spence winning it going in, but I mean, mm. I wasn't like, you know, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to put big money on it and nothing like that because I never underestimate Porter and I know that he, I saw a fire in his eyes. I, yeah. I think he had something in him. Yes. Yeah, he went in there with a point to prove and, you know, so I've always, I've always rated Porter. Mm. So, yeah, definitely. And that knockdown, in, in my opinion, um, Spence had the fight. Even without the knockdown, I might have edged it to, to Spence. Yeah. I wouldn't have edged it to Porter. However, I could have been more satisfied with a draw if it weren't for that knockdown. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd have been more satisfied with a draw if it weren't for that knockdown. I'd, I'd say that's fair. However, if they gave it to Spence, I would have agreed with that, but it wouldn't have been by much. Yeah, yeah? that knockdown was quite decisive. Yeah, but um, hats off to Porter, man, because he went in there with a high energy... Like I'm going, I'm, I'm going to give it all damn near every round, and he was carrying that into the late rounds. Now the thing is, you've got to burn out, and when you burn out, that's when you know you're going to get picked off by a man like by by a man like Spence. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, going, he's going to pick you off, and that's where he's going to he's going to pick it up, especially towards the end of the end of the fight. Kind of like a Mayweather would, I'm not saying it's Mayweather, but similar type of strategy they would use. Yeah. Last half of the fight is going to be this once no. you no, spend that... yourself out. No, yeah, but um. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. If you go in there with the right game plan, but you're gonna have to be high energy throughout. Yeah, you're gonna have to be high energy throughout, and you're gonna have to have a damn good chin on you yeah. to go in against Spence. That's 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 what I've taken from that fight. Perfect. Yeah, and that's what Porter showed. That's he says that I think that's the blueprint he's shown yeah. to the you know blueprint to the effects of. Yeah, no, appreciate that, Shane. Listen, appreciate you calling in. Um, hope to hear you call in yeah. a bit more regularly, a lot more. We've got the Facebook live stream yeah. going on, so you can watch these shows in the past, present, and future as oh, well. Um, HD. So make sure, yeah, that you share those as well. But I um, appreciate you calling in again. Yeah, Speak soon, bro. Cheers. Right, Thanks, Shane, you. for the Yeah, support. man. Nothing. All right, let's. Let's. Uh, 734. 734, I think that's Dwayne. Dwayne. 734? Yeah, you're right. Why, why, big man? What's going on, big man? You good? Yeah, not too bad, man. Just fucking getting a quick Sunday munching, you know? <laughs> I like that. It's, it's Tuesday. I love that, man. What's on your mind, Dave? What was that, Tom? What's on your mind uh, from the weekend? Did you uh, did you catch all the action? Uh, too many different things on my mind. First of all, <laughs> salute still to um, the brand and, and to yourself, Coach. I see you out there working. I see you out Thank there, you, bro. bro. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate the support as you always. Fucking working. Good, good interviews. I saw like your post-fight interview with um, Porter as well. Yeah. That was nice. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. Trying to get those subscribers up. Right, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to prepare with that, man. I show love to the boxing platform, man. That I love. And um, with that said as well, I think that, in my opinion, it's probably an unpopular one, but I feel like Porter won the fight, man. Okay. And I feel like the commentary was horribly biased, in my opinion. I feel like it was all set for, for, for um, Errol Spence. Mm-hmm. 
I felt like Porter was outworking him, out hustling him. Fair enough, he got the knockdown. And like your last caller said, if it was a draw, then I probably think, all right, cool. But I felt like, nah. I, I mean, I don't want to be silly. And I think it's something you said actually to Porter in that post fight. And it's something that I was thinking. Mm. Was when you look at that post fight press conference, you look at Spencer's face and look at Porter's and tell me who won. Yeah, yeah, I know true. boxing ain't as simple as that, but come on, man. He was yeah. getting punched up in there, you know? Yeah, it's like Spence's face was uh, more or less like a painting, really, because, I mean, Porter just never yeah. seemed to fade. Mm. He came forward, even after the knockdown, he had that second wind and he was bringing the heat. And That's right, he was all over him. Yeah. And, Dwayne, if I could say that to your point, and, I think, and I'll let you go on, and that's I totally agree, because that's what shocked me, but I think what it is is that Porter's got more power than we gave him credit for, because I think even though he didn't land as many shots, I felt the shots he landed... They like Spence felt them, and there were a few times in the fight when Porter landed. I felt like I saw Spence really have to compose himself and just like wait for three seconds, you know. Um, but sorry, yeah. carry on. No, no, it's just it's just that way. I just feel like it's all it's all kind of built around Spence being the new guy. But I feel, I think personally, I feel like Porter won the fight. Yeah. And you're not the only one. I mean, I'll be honest, I did think Spence won the fight again, efficient shots. But you're not the only one, and I could see why you feel that a lot of people were leaning towards Porter. I think it's because we didn't see Spence do what we expected him to do as well. I think that slightly plays its part um, but in terms of the optics. Yeah, I think in the optics, but for me, and, and you heard what I said to Porter, I think he still came out of this as a credible champion he, and he's a worthy sort of like opponent for any any top fighter in the 147 division. Yeah. Question it's a I, fucking nightmare, man. Yeah, exactly. A question I want to ask you. I'm gonna. In fact, I'm gonna give you two. You got the option of um, picking. Um, do you? Would you rather see a Wilder Ortiz rematch, or would you rather see a uh, Porter versus? That's a silly question. Actually. Would you rather see Spence versus Garcia? That's already announced. The yeah. Wilder Ortiz. <laughs> yeah. Would I, I rather see Wilder versus Ortiz? Yeah, or Spence or versus Garcia. Um, Spence versus Garcia because we've seen Wilder Ortiz already. Yeah, yeah. Disappointed in that yeah. one. What, as in the rematch being made official? Yeah, being made official. The only reason why I'm not disappointed is when you compare that to Fury's last few fights. You can't even knock Wilder. Yeah, yeah. Because Ortiz is probably still a higher ranked fighter than the likes of Schwartz and Wallin. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm even. I'm even. People know people know more about me than bloody uh oh Wellen or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> Trust me, you're you're more notorious than him, bro. I can tell you, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> Heavyweight debut, I'm ready to roll. No, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean though? It's like, <laughs> come on, man. I'll give Wilder I'll give him his respect for at least taking a dangerous fight on. Yeah. Um and he's in a position where now, like before, I right, say for example, if Fury hadn't if Fury hadn't had those two fights mm-hmm. and AJ was still champ, then Wilder would probably be getting more criticism because like why are you fighting him? Yeah. But with AJ on the verge of fighting Ruiz again and Fury's already fought, it's like, well, what can we really expect from Wilder? That's what it is. Yeah. I think I think Fury has faced a bit of criticism though, which is understandable. It's not the the type of yeah. opponent you really want for for that that especially that US profile. You want to see him fight the likes of Hunter. Uh, Miller, all these guys, but I think it's just a case of timing, really, with these these three guys fighting each other. And I think what makes you think that the Ortiz rematch is is still dangerous, D? What what what's giving you that kind of inkling that Ortiz can really put it on Wilder? The first the first fight, you know, 
And as we know, boxers, sometimes they rise to the occasion. So even though Ortiz hasn't looked too impressive in his out fights, don't mean he won't step it up when he's, when he's got Wilder in front of him again. Yeah, agreed. Shot at the belt, etc. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think we, I think it's, I think it's fair to say nowadays with a lot of fighters that, depending on the opponent, you're going to see them raise their game. And I think yeah. Luis Ortiz is in that camp, just like a Fury, Billy Joe Saunders, um, is as well. So, no, perfect. Listen, D, thank you very much for calling in and supporting as per usual. Um, we'll definitely speak more. Got to, anyway, we're going to do more live shows. So yeah, we'll get more guys in the studio again. Come and see the new settings. Um, Have you I involved? Appreciate the support as always, bro. Yeah, no doubt, man. Thank I'm, you very I'm much. really multitasking right now. I'm eating a nice pie right now. So yeah. <laughs> Enjoy, bro. Enjoy. <laughs> Top man. Cheers. Right, take care. Right. Cheers. Going out to 277. 277. Question or statement? What's going on? Who is it? What's going on, guys? It's Boxing Lowdown here. Yes. What's yes. going on, Daryl? Boxing Lowdown. You good? Yeah, not too bad, man. How you both doing? Yeah, doing good. How uh, how's, how's things after the, the weekend? Yeah, pretty active weekend of boxing, man. I've got a question for both of you guys. I want you to answer. Um, yeah. I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on Terence Crawford's situation at top rank. Obviously, we see at the PBC right now, mm-hmm. they've got like a mini tournament going on there with all the fighters. They've basically got control of the welterweight division. Yep. And it seems like that Terence Crawford is being frozen out. So my question to you guys is, what should he do with top rank? Should he, should he stay there and continue to try and um, pursue these guys? Or should he just go over to the PBC and because it seems like to me he's wasting his career at the moment. Uh, he hasn't got a fight scheduled as far as I know. Yeah. The Amir Khan fight didn't really do anything for him and it's all going on for the PBC and you just think in your prime as a fighter, you don't get long to really, you know, showcase your skills in your prime and I feel like Crawford's in his prime now. So what do you guys think Terence Crawford should do? 100%. I think he has gone off the rails a little bit. Uh, Crawford needs... The, the the PBC guys more than they need him really if you if you look at it um from a wider wider perspective um, that PBC circle they're really getting the the 147 pound division uh, under their under their wing whereas Crawford really he's on a little bit on the outskirts I mean he's got everything in in the bag in terms of you know looking the part and having that um that style that can give these guys, all the guys at the top, the problem. But if you're not f- making the fights and you haven't got the right backing or the right um, promotional moves, then it's, they're not going to happen, the fights, unless you really negotiate with these guys. And there's always a problem with this cross-network uh, thing where guys aren't going to get the opportunities that they, they relish because of the, the, the barriers that are in place. So just to answer your question, I think Crawford... It'd be harsh to say step aside from top rank because I think the job that they've done with him to get him to the where they where they have him gone through the the divisions, climbed the ranks. Um, there's still fights. You got the the likes of Ugas you mentioned. I don't know. Is he under? Is he under PBC? PBC. So yeah, all right. He's yeah. Under PBC. Yeah. And, yeah, so. and um, yeah. And I, if I can just give give an answer as well, I think for me, totally. Um, I'll be and maybe he's, he's harsher, but I'll be as blunt and say he needs to leave top rank. I don't think they've done a good job with him from his promotional perspective. I've been in New York for his Crawford, uh, for his fight against Khan. Mm. The next day, I went to watch the Arsenal game, so it's pretty early. I went to a local pub a few blocks from from the MSG, uh, started talking to Arsenal fans. They started that live in New York. They're like, what are you doing here? I said, I'm here for the boxing, Crawford for a Khan. They're like, who? When was that? They didn't know. 
Um, you speak to the other reporters, they'll tell you that even Crawford's fights, when they're being shown in the MSG, or they're not being shown in local bars. Um, I remember even going to Jersey and I saw there being posters for Joshua's fight. So in my opinion, Top Rank aren't promoting him as well as they should be. Now I would say he needs to ask himself why he was advised to sign that contract because it was pretty clear, even at the time of signing that contract, all the best 147-pound fighters were at PBC. When Pacquiao was at top rank, he couldn't get that fight. He wanted it. So I think he has to leave top rank if he wants the big fights and he wants to cement his legacy because I think he's got a great legacy, unified, £140. But obviously, 147 is where the big money's at. Um, and in my opinion, I think, you know, business-wise, he's losing because his pay-per-views are not doing well. And in the ring, he's losing because he's not getting the next opponents. I mean, do you know the guy he's fighting in December? Um, I don't know. I, I, it's, I, yeah. Forgive me if I uh, misjudge his name, but it's a long name. I don't actually know who the guy is. That's no. what I'm saying, bro. But I think I've heard murmurs of the guy, but it's not anyone that I'm aware of or um, anyone that's going to really add significance to yeah. Crawford's resume. I yeah. think, in my opinion, I, I agree with you. I think that at least he needs to have some words with Bob Arum and just say, look, what's going on? Mm. Because there's a mini tournament going on right there without him. And even, I mean, the PBC were like shamefully not even mentioning Crawford's name in the list of champions or I know, contenders I that. in that division. And the, yeah, so I mean, it, it's at the end of the day, it's boxing fans like us that are losing because yeah. Yeah. in my opinion, that's probably, Spence and Crawford for me is probably the best fight that can be made uh, in terms of competitiveness and just, you know, Technique. I think that's the fight that a lot of us want to see. But yeah. unfortunately, we're not going to be able to see it because of like boxing politics. Yeah. Is it a case of just like putting loyalty to one side and really looking at the the wider uh, spectrum of fights, you know, really just kind of taking that selfish point of view and getting the fights with Spence, Porter, Thurman over the line as opposed to sticking with top rank and just kind of going through the motions really and having these easy defences and trying to make a, uh, a case for him being a, a top welterweight. Do you think he needs to really kind of navigate and prove himself and like you said there, build his resume? Well, for me, I think that Crawford has, I mean, he has built his resume. I think top rank definitely could have done a better job of him, but they have, I mean, he has been undisputed champion at 140 pounds. He's moved up to 147. He's fought who he could fight, but... Um, Different ball game. I though, think there's it? a lot more to give. There's a lot more to give, and I think he needs to really do it now before he gets out of his prime, because he's in his 30s now. I think he's like 31, maybe. Yeah. So, at the lower weights, you're not going to be in prime for too much longer in your 30s, so... Uh, for me, we've seen like the big fights fall fall to the wayside with Joshua and uh, Marder, for example. We all wanted that, but they wanted to build it, and then we saw what happened. So um, even if they do fight now, it won't have that same luster. But I'm just worried we might get the same thing with Crawford Spence if they don't get it on soon. Yeah, and, and, if, and if I can say to that point, I think you definitely raise uh, the point around that being the best fight. I think technically... They're both undefeated. They're in the same division. I think you're definitely right on that. Um, I think really the question lies with, I think what you said around uh, Crawford having a conversation with Aram. I think he has to do that. The other thing I think would be quite interesting and maybe clever, maybe it gives them good PR in the fans of the eyes as well, is I would say to, if I was Crawford, I'd say to Aram, you know what, I want you to make an offer for Sean Porter and you guys to PBC. Make them an offer to have them give them the opportunity to fight for my belt because I think either guy would want to take that shot for a title and um, I think if he beats them his stock will go up because everyone will say well clearly 
it's the PBC side that are ducking or avoiding it or blah, blah, blah. And he's showing that, look, I'm willing to fight anybody. Um, yeah. So I think that would be really good. Um, but a question I do have for you, uh, 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 Daryl, um, and again, uh, before I, before we go, I'll let you big up uh, the show, Boxing Lowdown and what you do. Um, but a question for you, though, is Spence Jr. versus Crawford, it's made in December 2019. This year, we get a shock announcement. That fight gets made. Who wins? <laughs> Man, um, wow. Uh, for me, I'd, um, it's so... I've gone back and forth on it. I've, at one point, I thought Spence. The other yeah. point, I thought Crawford. Yeah. Uh, with these two guys, I mean, they're both outstanding fighters. Both of them very technically sound. I think Crawford is um, a lot... He's, a, he's more slicker than Spence, mm -hmm. but Spence is a naturally bigger guy. He breaks guys down to the body. I was there for his fight uh, against Kel Brook when he came over to Sheffield. And... Um, the way how he broke Kel Brook down, I've never seen anyone like hustle Kel Brook like that before. So yeah. um, it's a very difficult pick. Um, I'd slightly go for Crawford because I think that he's the closest thing that we've got right now to a Floyd Mayweather. I'm not I'm not saying he is Floyd Mayweather, mm. but I think that in terms of his skill set, I think he's got the ability to frustrate Spence. And um, I'd slightly go with him, but I really, it's like, 49-51 yeah. uh, in terms of who I think would win. And that's depending uh, on what I'm week it is, right? <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. It could depend on all those little things. But I think we just want to see it, really. Uh, that's the main thing. We just want to yeah. see these fights, man. And we also I know that a lot of guys yeah. nowadays don't want to take an O and they don't want to take a loss, but um, your stock will rise. You put in a good... Look at Sean Porter, exactly. for example. Yeah. He put in a great performance last weekend and his stock's risen. He'll get more fights. So um, hopefully we can get them to get it on soon, man. Yeah, we also want to see, uh, I'll probably say the, the biggest fight in the, the division, Khan uh, and Brook, but whether we're going to get that or not, I don't <laughs> that, yeah, that one, That was super, that's like handbag. Dad, before you let you go, um, quick question on the Wilder-Ortiz fight. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, the Wilder-Ortiz rematch. rematch. Um, I mean, it's. I'm not going to lie, it was a very good fight last time out. Um, I'm not seeing the point of it really being showcased again. It was mm. a conclusive ending. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Ortiz has fought, you know, the top competition since he's lost to Wilder. Uh, Wilder has obviously, he, he had a blowout against Brazil. But um, listen, I think in the meantime, I'll watch it. I'm not going to lie. I, I think it was an entertaining fight, but yeah. it's a risky one. And is it a risk that Wilder really needs to take? Yeah. I think that Ortiz can beat him, but I don't think he will. I think that Wilder might win more conclusively this time. Um, at the end of the day, it's just kind of delaying the inevitable, sorry, mm. with uh, Wilder and Fury. But mm. in the meantime, if Fury's going to fight, you know, Otto Wallin and Tom Schwartz, then fair play to Wilder for taking on Luis Ortiz because he doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah. that's 100%. And Daryl, uh, just going to let you uh, shout out your own uh, platform, the work that you've been doing. I mean, we've uh, me particularly being down the the small hall scene, been seeing the the stuff that you've been doing, the the fan cams, the the post fight uh, engagement with fans. Do you want to just kind of go into a little bit of detail about what you guys have been doing? Yeah, sure. Thanks for that. Um, we've right. been uh, going since probably last year now, just over a year. Um, I like to offer my opinion on 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 my platform. Uh, we also like to interview fans after the fights, if you guys have seen, mm -hmm. instead of really um, targeting, you know, the fighters as much, we like to get the opinions of the fans because... Because that's what the makes the, the, day, the sport. The fans, exactly. Without the fans, there's no sport. So mm. um, we just kind of went with a different direction with that. Um, I also like to, yeah, provide my opinion and try and give a balanced opinion every time out. And 
um, you know, it's been going great so far, man. We've had a lot of good interaction. We've met a lot of good people such as you guys. And uh, we just want to keep it going, really. I think so far it's been going really good and we're just going to carry on, really, I think. Yeah, top man. I think that's uh, you hit the nail on the head there. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, yeah, it's all adding to the growth of the sport. So, Daryl, uh, thanks again for phoning in. Before you let it go, so it's Boxing Lowdown on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thanks for having me again, guys. No uh, my my handles are Boxing Lowdown, all one word, on Instagram. On Twitter, it's like Boxing underscore Lowdown, I believe. And on, uh, yeah, we've got a Facebook group as well called Boxing Lowdown and YouTube is also Boxing Lowdown. Perfect. And listen, we look forward to inviting you down to the studio and hope you can make it and we talk some good boxing news. Top man. Thank you. Appreciate your call, bro. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Take, Cheers. Care. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Yeah, so um, I guess a uh, great show, a yeah. um, lot of opinions, action-packed. Um, before we go, I want to get your thoughts, though, on the Nigel Benn saga yeah. um, and him, obviously, not... Or him returning back to boxing. Joe, I understand both points of view. I know Daniel uh, said, you know, why should you really kind of prevent a man from doing what he thinks is, is best? Yeah. Um, it's it's quite I sad agree. to see. There obviously must be some financial reasons as to why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Again, trying to put closure on a career that, I mean, you should really be proud of. Uh, you know, a lot of fighters can look back and say, you know, Nigel Benn, one of the greatest Exactly. In terms of, you know, British fighters to lace up a glove. Um, and do you know what? I'm kind of disappointed that he hasn't kind of just, you know, taken a step back. Let yeah. Connor do his thing. You know, he's fresh. Yeah, or Harvey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So am I going to uh, tune into it? No, because I don't really see the the purest side and of things. And better options as well. And right? you got Callum better Smith options. Smith is on Callum that Smith. night. Wilder Ortiz. Actually, it's earlier, but Wilder Ortiz is there as exactly. well. Exactly. So, so it, like, taking it back to does it paint boxing in a in a in a, a darker place for having these sports like mm. we said we don't really want anything bad to happen we want it to be mm. entertaining but mm. again safe you know have yeah. these guys come out uh fit and healthy and mm. you know that's the the main thing so perfect yeah so listen guys we're going to wrap up but appreciate all the calls all the future listeners everyone liking subscribing and sharing the posts it's really appreciated you can find us on all platforms instagram facebook Twitter, YouTube, the website, they are all on Raps on TV. Make sure you look at the uh, exclusives we've got from uh, LA and we'll be bringing you lots more to come again this Friday, MTK, Golden Contract and uh, plenty more to come in the next yeah, few weeks. Make sure you check out Tom's down there. So if you see him, say hello. Uh, make sure the I don't bite. Come say hello. And, um, and for those of you that are thinking what's happening this weekend, we haven't missed it, but it's not a fight that we feel is huge. You're looking at Triple G versus Deva Vincenco. Um, I think really you're looking at a kind of easy win for Triple G. Yeah. <clears throat> this is his second fight on uh, the, the zone platform. Obviously, they're trying to build his name, getting back in the contention with some more of the series champions. So, yeah, I don't see anything difficult, uh, any difficulties there. So, yep. guys, listen, enjoy uh, the week and the boxing this weekend, and look forward to speaking to you next week. And enjoy listening. Stay blessed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get.